you know, I'm fucking naked now. I don't got no clothes on, but my computer is still there. So apparently they took all my clothes. And then that's when I started feeling the pain. And you know you feel the pain. You feel the pain. It is a dream. You feel it. And apparently they uh, uh, cut me from the top of my forehead. It was like on the side of my face. It went like around, along my hairline. It went all the way down, down my neck, down my shoulder, down my arm, all the way down my arm to, to my, if, you, if I put my arm, if I put my arm to the side of my thigh and then it went down my arm and hands and then it, that's when it picked back up all the way down to my legs, all the way down to the feet, but on the side like that. And then <clears throat> they cleaned me up, and they kept saying that it wasn't that bad, but nobody nobody wanted to help. Nobody helped me. Like, that's what the dream didn't provide that. <sighs> so, like I said, I didn't have no clothes. So they gave me these clothes. I didn't pay no attention to what they were. I just put them on. And uh, I always kept thinking, I always kept thinking somehow in, in my, when I was having a dream, like the, the thought that I was having was, well, at least I have my laptop, you know, no, not laptop, at least I have my computer. And um, so the next thing I know, I'm trying to get home and I can't find, they let us out and um, I can't, I had two dollars because I remember because that's how much the buses cost out here so I guess that's why I was thinking that two dollars. <laughs> but mind you I'm naked now so I don't know where the two dollars came from. It's just, I'm crying because it scared the shit out of me, you know, like, it really did, it troubles me, I don't know what it means. That's why I'm on here, if anybody knows with dreams interpret dreams or believe in stuff like that please let me know so um i'm walking with the, the people we, you know we got to go our separate ways and i'm like around the area where i grew up at and they, it's in brooklyn and it's called picking avenue and they have uh, stores and stuff around there and so his mommy's church is there, so that's where I went. I went to her church. Now, mind you, <laughs> see, I can't. I'm crying, but it's this is funny to me because, like I said, I didn't know what kind of clothes they gave me, right? So <laughs> I had on some like high water linty up pants. I don't. I think they were like purple or brown or something like that. How <laughs> are these ugly red boots that that I use for cosplay? And I had just got rid of those boots too. And I look like a I look like a um like a street person, you know what I mean? With that with that scar on my face. But now the scar the scar because when it first got done, it looked like the movie the movie type uh scar you know wound but now it's getting lighter like a little lighter so at the top at the top of, the, of my head the scat little scat was already coming in so <laughs> this, is, this is so disturbing <laughs> 
because I'm always on the body church. And I walk in and everybody's looking at me like I'm, like I'm crazy. And I didn't know why. Because I didn't know this about the clothes until, you know, I happened to look down and see these boots and stuff I had on in the pants. I never knew what I had on up top. Oh, thank God. I probably, probably, um, so I was sitting in the pew, I was sitting in the pew, and all of a sudden, I'm not really sitting in the pew no more. I'm, like, all slouched down because I couldn't move. I couldn't move, and the lady came and got me. And, uh, I'm telling her, that's my mom, it's Mother Dolores, and, I'm her daughter. They didn't care. Uh, no, she didn't care. She just, you know, had that church official look. I guess she had to do her job. So, um, they said, I, can't, I remember, that's why I gotta say it, because I know sometimes I have these dreams and I don't write that down. So, this is really for me. I don't even, I just got it. This is really for me. So, I go into this room and I'm waiting for mommy to come, and uh, there's these kids in there, and uh, I start spitting up these coins that I have, these real coins that I have. I started spitting those up. So mommy come. No, it was like a youth youth thing. First it was little kids, and I was spitting the coins up in front of them. Then it turned to like a youth group, and they were talking to me and stuff. And then mommy and them came and stuff. And I was trying to explain to her what had happened to me. And they, she, they, she wasn't getting it. So, and I was trying to tell them about the coins, and they didn't believe me. And I said, well, mommy, how did the coins get here? And she's she she just didn't she just didn't believe me. <laughs> so um, and then it jumps to like mommy didn't believe me. Then it jumps to mommy was living the the church the church turned into like a hospital type thing, and mommy was living in there. And um, I was like, well, why are you living here, mommy? And she said. Well, this is where I live at. This is what this is where I like. You know, this is my stuff, and don't touch this, and don't touch that, and stuff like that. And then she just went, you know, and closed her room door. And I was standing in the hospital room, in the hallway. So then I, I finally made it back. I was, and then it jumps to. I went to go. I went to go see. Uh, my my ex my boy my boyfriend. This is a this is a recent ex that I just broke up with about two months ago, and um, so I go up there and he's with Shawshana, the the lady from the damn the my, the only one friend that I had from the cult that I was in. She's he's talking to no, no she he wasn't there. It was she was there, and she, no yeah I was talking to him. No, I wasn't talking to him. I don't know who I was talking to somebody. See, I was talking to Shawna Shana. And I was trying to explain to her what happened. And she wasn't trying to hear it either because I looked like I was a drug addict or something with those purple, those, those red boots <laughs> and those pants. And I had that scar, and the scar's getting lighter and lighter. So then she goes like around the, like, she go, 
she goes around the corner and she's talking to somebody and it's 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 Brian, it's my ex. They don't know each other. And um they're talking about me and they're saying mean and nasty things about me. And so then it jumps to uh, me walking down the block and I and I had this car, right? And it's it's sitting there and it was my car and it was sitting in front of his house. So I got I got angry and I jumped in the car and I was gonna take it and as and as I was because he was working on it like the hood was up and you see a little smoke coming coming out and he comes out and he's mad at me like he want to kill me and so I just started driving and then all of a sudden uh these 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 the, the, the girls that jumped me they come out out of the uh, uh they show up. Standing next to him, and he's looking at me, smiling. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so scary in that fucking dream. It was just seemed like it was so real. And so he, but the dad, not girls, they turned like boys. But I could tell it was still them. It was still that same spirit. And so I make a right, and my car started driving real fast. And when I was driving, like, down the block, here comes this police Cop, cop that uh, <coughs> um, and he comes riding by and he pulls in the, into the no, well, well, first, first they because I, I couldn't get this car started up right away. Remember, he was working on it, <laughs> so they stopped pulling out their weapons, and all I'm hearing is bang, 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 bang. And then the one, one, one person was standing in front of me with like a with like a slingshot thing and before he could before he could shoot it at me that's when I uh, pulled out of the driveway and made the right and as I'm going because it was a hill as I'm going the, the uh, motorcycle cop was coming up the hill and I can see my rear, rear, rear view mirror he pulled it in, into there into his driveway and there was all these other cops coming coming by and then that's when I woke up if anybody on anchor radio can interpret, <clears throat> okay. anybody on anchor radio can interpret dreams or have any type of knowledge about what could that mean? What does that mean to anybody? It's a lot. That's why I, I want to know what it means because I used to have these. I call them night terrors. I used to have these night terrors before, where I felt like somebody was sitting on me or laying right beside me, and I would get that that negative spirit up out of up out of my mind and up out of here because I know I must be doing something right because uh, I'm being attacked. It seemed like with a whole bunch of negativity, and I'm being positive with it. And I'm trying to, you know, do the right thing with my life. For me, because, you know, I can't do it for nobody else. This is Paladina, Paladina Major, and this is Anchor Radio. You know, at the end of the day, man, don't even worry about none of that. You can pull back, you're strong, you're a black woman, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you can pull back, be strong, and prosper, you know what I'm saying? Move forward, you know, just to get it again. To keep moving forward, stay active, you know, that's the fountain of youth. That's the secret nobody ever told nobody. At the end of the day, I can relate and identify not on a particular subject matter, but, you know, my own right 
you know, there's always a struggle. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times at the 10, you know, you're always melanated. You don't run into a struggle. You know what I'm saying? It's all about, I guess, how you pull out of it, how you uh, conjure up right, uh, right energy to keep moving forward. For me, it's a little tough. It's a little rugged. You know what I'm saying? I'm knocking down these demons every day. <laughs> Well, hello there. It's Writer for God. I just want to thank you so very much for taking the time to listen and to call into my station. Um, I am so, so glad that you have a great family dynamic. We are so blessed in that way. You know, I don't know of any family on the planet that doesn't have some kind of little drama going on. So you're okay, girl. Um, as far as your dream goes, that was a horrific dream. And is immediately... I recognize some things that I saw myself years and years before. Um, it is prophetic in nature, and I'm so glad that you started researching some things on that because, um, you know, you were on the right track to go ahead and try to find out what some of those things are. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to say I'm so glad that you are well and recuperating from that, and you're going to be okay. Just keep looking up and um, keep on keeping on. Amen? Until next time, peace viewers. Well, hey there, I just wanted to call in and touch base on a couple of things that you said in your when you called in that I didn't have time to do in the last um, little call-in that I did. One was when you said we were on speed mode, uh, you, <laughs> that you were absolutely right on target. God had showed me some time back that uh, time is actually being compressed, and therefore um, it is in speed mode. So uh, that was absolutely amazing when you said that. Also, uh, you are right. Yes, we are living in the last days. I do believe that. The signs are everywhere. Um, every, anybody that knows anything um, can that has their eyes even slightly open can see that, yes, we are living in the last days. So I just want to let you know that, hey, you're listening, you're hearing correctly, and to, uh, uh, you know, to keep on keeping on. And so uh, thank you so very much again, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye-bye.